Welcome to this intro episode of the Greens and Blues 14er podcast. We just wanted to take a few minutes to introduce ourselves and kind of share a vision for where we're hoping this podcast will get going. Zach, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, my name is Zach Simpson. I am a hiker, not a climber. I grew up in the great state of New Mexico and Albuquerque, grew up hiking. My first 14er was Mount Humboldt when I was 10 years old. I didn't know you did Humboldt for your first one. Yes, that's a future episode. Um, Being dragged up a 14er by your (laughs) your relentlessly uh, hiking father. And I have just, I've hiked my whole life. I love the mountains of Colorado and I love talking about it. And that's why I'm here. I love it. How about you, Eric? Yeah. So Eric Fredrickson, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, and through some pathways through Ohio and Illinois, uh, my wife and I moved to the Metro Denver area in 2010. And in the summer of that year, I had a buddy come out to visit and he had hiked a bunch of 14ers. And so he stayed with us for a few days and said, Hey, Eric, do you want to hike a 14er with me? And I said, sure. What's a 14er? I had no idea what he was talking about. In Michigan, I think the highest point is like 2000 feet. So I was used to lakes, not trying to get to the top of really big mountains. So we went up Long's Peak for my first 14er. I would not mm. recommend that being someone's first 14er, <laughs> but uh, well, we made it and we survived. And soon after that, I just, I was hooked. I fell in love with being in the Colorado outdoors and trying to accept the challenge of getting up some of these giant mountains. So that was my beginning of my 14er journey. And our, our beginning together. So we are not related. Um, <laughs> like, like many people, we actually met through the 14ers.com forum. Mm-hmm. I put out an ad for someone in summer of 2012 to hike Mount Harvard with Harvard. me. Yep. And Eric Fredrickson stepped up to the plate and we <laughs> dragged been, you we, down. <laughs> we've been good friends ever since. So and with that in mind, Eric, I do have a question for you. Uh-oh. What's that? Are you hardcore? Oh, man. I I am most decidedly not hardcore. <laughs> what about you? I had a friend describe me as that once, but I think hardcore is relative. The reason we've decided to use the title, The Greens and Blues Podcast, is due to our probably our combined risk tolerance <laughs> and the kind of hiking we like to do. Mm-hmm. If you go on 14ers.com's website, yep. Bill Middlebrook has rated the difficulty and intensity of climbs based on a color system and a class five hike, which is what requires hand over hand climbing, maybe even ropes. I believe that's a red. I guess red. Yep. That's a difficult climb. The easier hikes, class one and class two hikes, those colors are green and blue. And so we are a couple guys that like to hike the greens and blues. I have hiked, like I said, for a very long time, have done a fair number of class three hikes, but my sweet spot, because I largely hike alone, is class two hikes with a lot of root finding Some people would think that's hardcore, but for a large swath of Colorado hikers, that's not even in the territory (laughs) of hardcore. There there should be no legends written about me, right? (laughs) So going off trail is cool. 
a little bit of using my hands is cool, but for the most part, I'm a long hiker and not hardcore in my hiking persuasion. But I would say you're, I think you're drifting into at least expert territory, if if not there already. I mean, you've summited 14 or wise, you've summited in somewhere in the mid thirties, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 38. 38. Yeah. So I've summited 34. But when it comes to 13ers, you've summited over a hundred of those, whereas I've I've got maybe 10 or so. So you've got a lot of good hiking experience and expertise. I mean, your route finding is your spidey sense. I think we probably both fit into the uh, experienced enthusiast kind of a situation and you more so than me, but I think we're both kind of in that realm where, like you said, we love hiking. We've done it a fair amount. You've done it a lot. And we just, we love the experience and we don't foresee ourselves stopping that. Yeah. And I think both of us too, part of our, our risk tolerance equation is we're dads. Yeah. And uh, I made a, I know you have a similar vow to your, to your wife. I made a vow to my wife that I would not make her a widower mm-hmm. uh, at some That's point. Right. So I do my best. The, <laughs> the tales of my what I did in my 20s when I did a lot of canyoneering in Utah scared <laughs> my wife. And that's probably for another episode, but we got yeah. a few that we're racking up here, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, put that on the list. But that's right. Yeah. I guess experienced enthusiasts is just a great way to put it. I love hiking and I've done a lot of hiking. Invariably, if it's a big peak in Colorado, I, I haven't climbed it, but I've hiked below it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. yep. there's a certain skill set. You know, if you've done um, more than a, a handful of 13ers, 13ers require a lot more root finding. For sure. A little bit more of a sense of how a mountain works and how geology works and angles. I think I'm pretty good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's also when I was a kid, I was out there because I had to be. <laughs> and then at a certain point in my 20s and 30s, I had to rediscover hiking on my own terms. And for me, that was largely about just this feeling of being at one with the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I found that the more freaked out I am, the less I have that feeling. And so if I want to hold on to that experience, I tend to need to push it, but not really push it. Yeah. I feel like I know what your ability level is, Eric, but what's your favorite kind of hiking? What's your perfect day in the mountains? That's a great question. Anywhere kind of in the the two to two plus range, a little bit of use of hands and light scrambling. Yeah, it's kind of kind of my sweet spot, I would say. So, and I, I'm guessing somewhat similar for you too. Although I think your risk tolerance might be a little bit more than mine. Yeah, risk is is an element of that, but the biggest part for me is wilderness. Mm. It's it's getting it's going somewhere where you're going to be surprised, mm. where there's an element of primitive, the raw, mm-hmm. the unknown there, where you get to see wildlife, elk or a coyote or a deer, or I've only seen a bear once. <laughs> yeah. That feeling of a, of newness and that combined with me feeling good yeah. and me being in the right state of mind and being present and not, you know, even if I am working through something in my head, in my own life, being able to be there for that moment. And also a good lunch. I'd say (laughs) you don't turn down a good lunch. I know that (laughs) (laughs) that that is big. 
having the right food is is a big part of my mm-hmm. my joy. I would also say a light rain on the way down. Oh, um, there you go. It's always especially these, you know, if you're walking along a road, it's a little dusty and hot. No, it's a good call. A little light sprinkle wouldn't. That would be that wouldn't be too bad. There you go. So, what are we here for, Eric? What's what kind of what do we want to talk about with our friends here? Yeah. So I would say our focus, like you said, Zach, is going to be the greens and blues, the the ones and the twos and the two pluses. We'll talk about 13ers. We'll talk about all 14ers and we'll talk about news topics of the day. We'll have guests coming in to share their perspectives. Uh, We'll go through individual mountain reviews and kind of talk about what uh, our experiences have been and ask our listeners for experiences as well. But the yeah, the focus is going to be the the greens and blues, the ones that we are the most comfortable with, and probably the majority of hikers, I would imagine, are most comfortable with as well. And what are your thoughts? Absolutely. Just want to share our stories and be another way for people to relate to mountaineering and hiking and the joys of being outside. If this is the way that people are interacting with this is they're residents of Colorado or people that come to Colorado and hike. Maybe this can be another resource for them. Something I should have mentioned earlier, I don't live in Colorado. So I I live in Oklahoma, even though I grew up in New Mexico and Colorado, went to college in Colorado. I live in Oklahoma now. So I may give some special insight too on the on the demands of coming from sea level and trying to hike a mountain in a short period of time. Hint, it involves uh, pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that just sharing our experiences and what we found great about mountains and then what others might need to know in terms of trailheads, difficulty of route, the things they might encounter on them. 14ers.com is great at at kind of giving you visual evidence, but sometimes it's it's a little different to have a story to go with it. For sure. And and a narrative to go along with that. And the fact that I think like you, Eric. I have looked for a hiking podcast for years that made me happy and I haven't found one. Yeah. And I'd like to give other people maybe an additional resource when they're trying to get jazzed about going hiking and, and thinking about those things. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's that's a great point. I mean, we, of course, we we love talking about it, like we said, but we also want to engage with the 14er community. We want for there to be guests. We want for uh, interaction through through email, especially. And just to, uh, like you said, have another resource for 14er aficionados to refer to when it comes to just about anything. Uh, We're looking forward to hopefully being a small part of that. And you can always reach out to us at greensandblues_podcast at gmail.com or by sending up a flare. (laughs) Zach has his homing beacon with him, so... (laughs) You know, always where to find him in Oklahoma. Yeah, it, I come to Norman, Oklahoma, and, and you can find me. <laughs> well, one thing that you you mentioned, you live in Oklahoma, but you're probably, during the summers, you're probably in Colorado for, what, a good three weeks at least? Uh, absolutely. I have the, like probably many people in the lower Midwest, I make Colorado a destination of choice. I'm also a college professor, so I get my summers off. I make it a point to get up to Colorado as much as I can and New Mexico where I still have family. So I, I still hike in Colorado, New Mexico. Uh, I have a child. I have a little 10-year-old girl. 
I take her hiking. We go, uh, our family goes camping. Our family goes to a cabin in the, near Creed in the summer. So yeah, even though I am in Oklahoma, I'm able to find my way out as often as possible. Well, and that just means that the experiences and the stories are just going to keep growing and just going to continue, which is an awesome thing. Absolutely. Well, we should probably give some thank yous on our way out of this intro episode. I would love to thank my lovely wife, Rachel, and my boys, Ty and Zach, younger Zach, for giving us the chance to do this crazy podcast. I also want to thank my buddy Travis for getting me hooked on 14ers in the first place and for being a great friend and my buddy Carl for being an awesome friend as well and an inspiration as the co-host of the Backpacking and Blisters podcast, which you can find wherever it is that you found us. I'd like to thank, of course, my my wife, Kinsey, and my daughter, Cassia, but also I would not be a hiker, as I mentioned earlier, with Mount Humboldt. Uh, without my dad, mm. probably like many folks, your contact with the with the woods is through your parents. My dad was an inveterate hiker. I'm sure this will maybe merit a, a longer story, but he hiked most of the 14ers in the 70s and 80s. And so his stories are very different than mine. I'm sure. And my dad really is the one that instilled the love of hiking and the discipline of hiking into me what it means to hike and what it means to to push yourself and the rewards of doing that. For him, it was a spiritual quest and it's kind of become mine too. Mm. And then I'd like to thank the mountains of Colorado for being there. <laughs> I have a feeling they'll always be there. <laughs> long, long past me. So I've got a question for you, Zach. Are you hardcore? Well, as my daughter would like to sing, in the, the words of Jack Black, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you later.